Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of, well, actually not the Bolton E-Bikes podcast. If you haven't heard the news, we have changed our name. It is now Area 13. I wanted to take this time to talk about why this change happened, to give you a little bit of the, the background, the story, because this probably came out of the blue for many of you. And I also want to reassure you that nothing is actually changing <laughs> behind the scenes, so to speak. I'm still the owner of the company. Our employees are not changing. Our physical location is not changing. This really is just a name change, a rebranding of the company. So I wanted to take some time to basically tell you the story of how this happened. How did we get here when Bolton e-bikes has been such a big part of what we're doing with electric bikes? So once again, I am Kyle Chidock, the owner of Area 13, <laughs> an electric bike company. Our new slogan is that we have electric bikes that are out of this world. Hopefully that will all make sense if you're not already picking up on all of the little hints and things already. So yeah, let's kind of jump into this a little bit. If you haven't seen it, I did release a YouTube video about this already, and that kind of goes through the basics. But I just wanted to, as I usually do, go a little bit more in depth on this podcast. Uh, and jumping over to that YouTube video, uh, I first wanted to say thank you to everyone that has commented on that because I knew this was going to be a tough change and it's it's not like it's a you flip a switch and everything is done it's a transition some things you can't change immediately there's procedures there's paperwork there's all sorts of stuff that just has to happen but we are changing everything we possibly can to say area 13 things we've already done again would be the YouTube channel Facebook pages uh, any of our social media accounts those are all being changed uh, all of our logos are being redone. Uh, so again, it's a process, but it is happening. You can see uh, if you're watching the video version of this, there's a Bolton e-bikes hat right behind me. Obviously, that's going to get replaced with a Area 13 hat, but I don't even physically have those yet <laughs> because uh, this was pretty crazy. Uh, something that I didn't talk about in the video because I couldn't really cover it because I didn't know how that was going to go. But to put this all into perspective. Uh, it's been still less than 30 days uh, since I was notified that we had to change the name. Literally the morning of the video, we had already filed and done paperwork for new trademarks and things like that uh, a little bit earlier in the week. But literally the logo for Area 13 wasn't done until the day I filmed that video, which was the day before it was released. So we finished the logo, we made the t-shirt designs the same day, recorded that video, edited the video, like there's just so much happening so fast, uh, all very quickly, and it's, we're going to keep making it happen as quickly as we possibly can. Are there going to be some lingering things that say Bolton e-bikes on them? Yes, as many of you know, lead times, delays are super long. Uh, that means I have some things that might say Bolton e-bikes for a little while <laughs> because stuff that was ordered a month or two months ago or even three months ago or even longer, you know, it might have things already printed, already engraved, whatever it is, and, and we can't change it even 
even if we wanted to. But again, back to the video, I wanted to share some of the comments. Hopefully you watched it and you were one of the people that commented on this because I was surprised at the positive response. So I appreciate what everyone has said. Just as an example, we have uh, Michael says, well done, Kyle. Sorry you had to go through that painful process, but you come out the other end swinging. The new name and branding rock. Thank you. (laughs) So we have, sorry you lost the Bolton name. I knew of the Bolton patent. It's not a patent. It is a trademark difference there, but uh, I see that mentioned every once in a while. I thought your choice of name was brilliant. The new name is pretty awesome, and the new logo is also brilliant. Thank you for uh, Ricomon64. Just kind of scrolling through. It's just kind of a lot of people, you know, with the same sentiment. Aprox. These are YouTube channel names, so I don't know how to pronounce or what a lot of these mean. <laughs> he says, I love it. It's great to see someone go through this and turn it into a positive situation. I'm in the research phase of buying an e-bike, and your content has helped tremendously. Thank you. Awesome. You are welcome. Uh, we have somebody. Here we go. Butchie. <laughs> I know you didn't want to spill the whole thing. But as an attorney and recent purchaser, I wonder about a couple things. First, did the person claim that they had never heard of you before the trademark notice? And second, did they offer to sell you the trademark? It doesn't make much difference, but I'm surprised at this bolt out of the blue. Good luck with the new brand, Jay Burns. To which I did respond to that one on YouTube. I said I offered to buy the mark along with many other options, but was denied in every situation. I was not aware of them before. And no, they never reached out to me prior to the trademark filing either. Uh, And that, unfortunately, is uh, just kind of the tip of the iceberg there. Yeah, the first thing I did when they opposed the trademark, because honestly, I had never heard of their company. It had never come up until they opposed my trademark. It was a complete surprise to me that there was anybody with a similar e-bike name with an e-bike company here in the U.S. And the very first thing I did was pick up the phone, give the owner of the other company a call and see if I could talk to him and say, hey, what can we do to work this out? I see you're opposing it. You don't like it. And I offered things like, what if I review some of your bikes and we make a video and clearly explain these are two different companies? Like that would just nip it right away. Not to mention, still to this day, I've never had a single instance of anyone being confused about our two companies. So even though I don't think it's a problem, obviously, you know, that's where you have to get into the trademark laws. And there's a lot of gray areas that are hard to understand where things are going to turn out. But I tried multiple times. And every time it was a very firm, no, we're never going to do that. We're never going to work with you on this. Uh, And I could never understand why. And I still honestly don't know. But in the end, there's nothing I can do about that. I made my best attempt, put my best foot forward, and then we had to make the decision, okay, well, do we fight this through the trademark process, which is going to take a lot of time and a lot of money, or do we change the name? And I had put enough effort into Bolton e-bikes at that time. It had been almost a year that I was like, I really don't want to change it. Uh, and the attorney I was using was saying, you know, I, they don't have a very strong case. It is different. especially because my trademark was granted. So that kind of puts the the situation in your favor a little bit if the trademark looks at your application and they grant it initially, because that means that they didn't find the conflict or the problem when they did their own search. So that means a company has to kind of go out of their way to oppose what you've done. 
But anyway, that's, that's what happened. And it was a very, very long process. This was late 2018. I started using the Bolton name. You know, the trademark was granted, I think it was August of 2019. And then they opposed it in September. Basically, they have 30 days to respond, uh, which they drug that out as much as possible <laughs> in every possible situation. But that's what happened. So Jay Burns, hopefully that helps. Hopefully you're listening. And uh, yeah, that's how it happened. So it wasn't completely out of the blue for us because I've been working through this problem for a few years now. What was completely out of the blue is that we lost because we had very, very strong evidence to show that the names were not being confused uh, in the marketplace. But again, it's not up to real evidence. It's, it's more subjective. And what does the trademark office determine? Could there be a chance of confusion? And they decided that because the names could be, even though they're not normally, they could be pronounced similarly, that was part of the reason why. And, if, and somebody pointed out in the YouTube comments that this is public record. And yeah, if you really wanted to dig through legal documents, uh, have at it. <laughs> but uh, I've already done enough of that. We decided, okay, we need to move on. Uh, so again, less than 30 days ago, that's when this decision happened. And here we are moving forward. So some more comments uh, we've got here. John Pelletier, I applaud you for your determination. I love your channel. Best wishes for future success under Area 13. Thank you, John. Chris Burnett, excellent pivot, Kyle. Notice the 13 in the B two seconds into the video. Awesome. Will all the new bikes come with an implanted microchip? I assume that's a uh, some sort of government alien reference there, which I'm sure we're going to use all sorts of funny things like that moving forward. We've had a lot of good ideas uh, marketing-wise. I think that'll, that'll be fun. Uh, let's see. We have Electron Surfer. Kyle, thank you for the background. I'm in the Sacramento area, and we'll come check you out at the Sportsman Expo. If you ever want some local independent review content, I'm just down the hill. Great to see a local company doing so well. Awesome. Hopefully, uh, there's something more that can happen there. Uh, let's see, total sympathies from Angie Phillip, having to choose a new name after having built up such a stunning brand, but I'm sure you will take all your supporters with you to Area 13. I've bought Rad Power upgrades from you and our family couldn't manage without them, so we're eternally grateful. Your vids are always a compelling watch and your expertise and products are superb. Good luck from Hastings, UK. Good luck, Blotton's username. Good luck and good for you for playing within the system. Doesn't always happen. I don't know if we played within the system, but uh, or the system played us, but <laughs> it, it is what it is. 55 Deputy. So this is an interesting one. He said, glad you make lemonade from lemons. I feel like there was probably five or six people that said something very similar about that. Uh, and I appreciate it. Yeah, that's uh, basically what we did with the situation and we had to do. But let's take this bad situation of having to change a name that we really like and we didn't want to get rid of. And how can we make it into something better? That's the philosophy we have between every bicycle production run, every product. You know, is there some little thing we can do to make it better than the last version? And the name change is no different. So again, thank you. There's lots, lots of comments like that. And again, most people, the majority, were just kind of like, yeah, I think your customers, your audience will follow you no matter what the name is. Uh, and the name is what you make it. And that's part of the uh, approach where we're taking on <laughs> with this as well. Area 13, 
Does it scream e-bikes right away? No. What does it mean? So now this is the part where I explained a little bit of this in the video, but how did we come up with this? Where does Area 13 come from? Why at all? Uh, and the answer is we ran through a lot of different versions of new brand names. And there were a lot of names we liked better than Area 13 that just weren't available or they were going to potentially cause some sort of other conflict. We had other aircraft-related names, things with runway. Uh, we had, you know, one of our most popular bikes is the Blackbird. So well, what if we just kind of change our whole company and put it behind the Blackbird bike? And of course, we have other models. But what if we change the entire company to Blackbird? You know, it turns out there's a company that, with a trademark that all they do is make bicycle frames called Blackbird. Who knew? <laughs> you know, again, never heard of them, but they exist. And that's the thing. When you really start digging into things, you find all of these names and companies that are being used. And sometimes these companies are not doing electric bicycles. They're not even doing bicycles. You know, one of the companies that came up or names that came up, we were trying to see if we could work with, you know, a trademark attorney is like, well, they're in the fashion industry and the name is similar. And the answer was, I wouldn't recommend doing that or trying to trademark it because they could potentially stop you. And from my side, I'm like, well, how is that even possible? It's not even the same industry, but the way things are going, the way business is going with their fashion company and the fact that they were into fitness apparel. And then we have an e-bike company. We do sell some apparel with our brand name on it. Like what if they ever decide to go into bicycles or e-bikes or components or cycling wear? There could be this overlap at some point in the future, or maybe they have that on their roadmap and they're going to stop you. And part of the problem is trademarks take a long time to process right now. Uh, lead time is about nine months to basically file a trademark and then get it back and approved or denied, uh, which is unfortunate that it takes so long, but it is what it is. Uh, you know, so we wanted something that you know, wasn't going to have a high risk of being a problem with another company. Uh, and Area 13 is pretty unique. There is not anybody with an e-bike company or bicycle company like that. You know, we know what all of the potential conflicts could be, and they don't look like they're going to be a conflict. Will we know that quite yet? Of course not <laughs> for another nine months, but we'll wait and see uh, what happens. And I, I think uh, everything is going to go smoothly from here on out. Of course, that is the plan. So we had to pick something unique in our search. There were a lot of names, like I said, that we couldn't use, but something that kind of popped up every once in a while is, you know, what if we do something like SR-71 instead, like the Blackbird? Or, or what if we do something like, what about like Area 51? where they're developing secret aircraft. And, you know, you guys know that I'm always trying to do new things, talk to other people in the e-bike industry. You know, when I interview people on the podcast from other e-bike companies, you get all of the forward-facing public information they want to share. You know, sometimes we get to have little side conversations of what they're actually working on that they aren't ready to tell people about. And uh, it's pretty exciting to kind of know what's up and coming or have an idea of what people are thinking about doing. And I felt like Area 51 kind of incorporates that aspect of our business of trying to work on things behind the scenes that hopefully when they are released are going to be like, whoa, just completely mind-blowing. But Area 51, of course, 
is used a lot. <laughs> so we didn't want to go with that specifically. Not for e-bikes, just used a lot. We want something a little more unique. And then I wanted to try and bring in that Bolton history somehow. Because again, I didn't want to actually let the Bolton name go. If you didn't watch that video, the reasons I chose Bolton in the first place are, one, you've got Robert Ogden Bolton, uh, I think the third. Uh, if you look up the patents, it actually says Ogden Bolton Jr., I think. Uh, his real full name was Robert Ogden Bolton. He went by his middle name, uh, being the third in a line, obviously commonly done. But I've done a lot of, obviously, history research on who he is and what he did and trying to figure out where he came from. But he patented an electric bike in 1895, hub motor in the rear wheel, battery in the center triangle. And that's something I didn't mention in the video is this was a diamond frame bike shown on the patent. Now, if you don't know what I mean by diamond frame, that is your standard traditional bicycle shape that we use today where you're using two triangles to make up the frame. Basically, you have a triangle that goes from the seat post up to the handlebars and where the fork and everything mounts. And then you have the rear triangle that goes back to the rear wheel. And that is a very strong yet lightweight design. Now we have other designs, you know, step through frames, other things, but we have all these more complicated ways to manufacture bicycles that didn't exist at that point in time. So a diamond frame bicycle was this big innovation in bicycles in the late 1800s. So not only was the concept of the e-bike completely new, the concept of a diamond frame bicycle was actually very new at that point in time. So it was clear to me that he was very forward thinking with this whole project. Whether or not he actually built the bike, I don't know. I would be curious to see if there's any information out there. And I'll keep spreading this around over the years. Is there anybody that knows anything about a bicycle that was actually ever built? Is there any other documentation? I would love to, to see it or to find that out. You know, you can file a patent for just about anything and it doesn't mean you actually have to build the thing. It could just be the idea on paper and there could have been zero physical bike at that point in time. But I thought it was super cool because again, very modern design because diamond frame, hub motor in the wheel, diamond shaped frame, but in that front triangle, you have the battery, uh, which was reported to be a 10 volt battery which makes a lot of sense for the battery technology that existed at that time. And then the motor, this is the shocking part that you guys may not know. It says in the patent, the motor was capable of 1,000 watts. Can you imagine a 1,000 watt electric bicycle in 1895? Like that's just completely insane. That's mind blowing to me. Could the battery actually produce enough power to do that? Probably not, or it'd be ridiculously heavy it probably wasn't practical. Maybe it would go half a mile if it even worked at all. The range would have been dismal <laughs> with the battery tech in those days. You know, but you got to remember, the first cars were not gas, they were electric. And, you know, there was this battle early on of what's going to take off the gas cars, the electric cars, and it was gas at that point in time. Here we are 100 years later, and we might be seeing a shift the other way. We'll see what happens with that. That's a whole different topic <laughs> for a different podcast about electric vehicles. But again, the point is you have Robert Ogden Bolton ahead of his time, patented an e-bike, 1895. 
And I felt like not a lot of people knew this information. And this would be a great name for an e-bike company. Now, that wasn't my first thought when I learned that information. That actually came later. I kind of just had that tidbit of history in the back of my mind. And then when I was looking to come up with a new name, basically, I was trying to figure out what is simple to say, easy to pronounce, easy to spell, has some meaning or history behind it. And it occurred to me that maybe, just maybe, Robert Ogden Bolton was related. And that's because my middle name comes from my dad. His middle name comes from Curtis Bolton, born in the 1800s in Pennsylvania. Again, some prominent family history there, hence the reason the name was passed down. But his last name was Bolton, spelled the same way, born in Pennsylvania, the same state that Robert Ogden Bolton was born in. And I was like, that could be a coincidence, but that's pretty big coincidence. Now, I have tried, I admit, to trace family history back uh, on both of those names. And eventually, they do go back, if you go back far enough, to Bolton, England. So it's very possible they both have the last name Bolton because somebody in each of their respective families took the Bolton name from England. And there is zero relation between the two, <laughs> at least back until that point in time. But it was this, you know, kind of interesting concept that, you know, and this realization that that could be the case. So that just made it an even better reason to use the Bolton name. And then if you think about Bolt, Bolton, like a lightning bolt, you think of electricity without even trying to incorporate anything into it. So it just made a lot of sense. Loved the name, settled on it, put a lot of work into it, and then eventually lost it. <laughs> and that's just uh, the way business goes sometimes. Uh, so Area 13, again, really wanted to figure out a way to bring a piece of that in somehow. And I see in the YouTube comments, there are a lot of people who are like, oh, why couldn't you just say bolt on? Or why couldn't you say Bolton this or Bolton that or this Bolton? And the truth is, I tried that idea. I ran that idea by attorneys and, uh, and that was just a big no. They're like, no, it's not going to work. You know, Bolton trademark itself was denied. Anything with Bolton, just with some other pieces, just isn't going to fly. It's not going to work. So we had to come up with something completely different. And one of the ideas was, well, our head badges, so many symbols we use on sweaters, apparel, other things, branding, uses that lightning bolt-inspired B. Maybe we can come up with another B name. Uh, and that's why Blackbird was one of the options that I really liked because we have, again, a model called the Blackbird. We have the B. Everything fits. Let's, let's run with that. And that was a no. <laughs> so we had to come up with something a little more creative. And that's where it was like, well, we got Area 51. What if we change it to 13? Because the B, if we modify it ever so slightly, could be a 13. In fact, even if you don't modify it at all, if you have a Bolton e-bike right now, go look at the logo on your bike. Look at the head badge if you have one on your bike. If I say that's a 13, you could probably look at it and say, yeah. Actually, that does look like a 13. Huh, I never noticed that. And I hand drew that Bolton logo. That was an existing font or design that was all done by hand sketches. And then those sketches were sent to somebody to kind of digitize that file to make the Bolton logo originally. And I actually went through, I don't know how many variations of that logo before we settled on that. 
design. And there were quite a few variations where I was working really hard to make it not look like a 13. <laughs> so I think once you see it, you can't unsee it. Uh, and I hope what that does is if you already have one of our bikes, you're like, oh, well, I already have the 13 of Area 13 on my bike. It's part of the bike you have. And uh, I hope that just makes sense for everybody going forward. Uh, again, that's, that's why the name is Area 13. I think uh, it's going to lend itself really well for uh, keeping with the aviation theme of our bikes. And it's definitely unique and distinct. So I don't think we'll run into any future issues with it. So if, again, if you hadn't heard, that's the biggest news. Area 13, not Area 13 e-bikes, not Area 13 electric bikes, just Area 13 is the name of the company moving forward. Now, there are some instances where, for example, our website is area13ebikes.com just because the other domain wasn't available uh, at this point in time. Area13ebikes.com is the new website. There are some domains, for example, like ebikepodcast.com that we use for our podcast signup list. That's not going to change. doesn't need to. So we're going to keep as many things uh, the same as we possibly can. But just bear with us. Have a little patience as we keep updating our website. Uh, again, social media platforms, everything to make sure that they are all updated with the new name. Now, if you see something and you're like, mm, I don't know if they caught this or if they noticed this, feel free to send us an email. We do appreciate it. Info at area13ebikes.com uh, if you see something you think that we missed. Like I said, there may be a few things that linger for a little while because we can't change them for one reason or another, but we're going to make the, the transition. Uh, as smoothly and as quickly as we possibly can. Uh, and so far, again, I really appreciate all of the positive responses. I did not expect that. The video about the name change is the best video we've put out in like the last two or three months. It's performing better than a bunch of other videos, which is also a surprise. That tells me that you guys actually care <laughs> about what we're doing. Uh, and it really means a lot to us, not just me but everyone else here at Area 13. So again, thank you. Tell your friends if they're looking for an amazing electric bike to check out Area 13. Again, that website is now area13ebikes.com. If you forget and you go to boltonebikes.com, it will redirect you. It will take you right to the new website. No worries about that, but we're just trying to get the word out, trying to get the name out there as much as possible. So everybody knows that Area 13 is the place to go for awesome electric bikes. Now, thanks again for listening. As a reminder, if you're local and you're listening to this episode right when it came out, we are going to be at the Sportsman Expo in Sacramento. That's at the Cal Expo Event Center. It runs from January 20th to the 23rd. So that is four full days, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday of being at the show. We're going to bring as many bikes as we can possibly squeeze into our booth space. We are going to have some show-only specials. So yes, we will actually have bikes there that you could come by and take home with you immediately. So if you're into anything outdoors, hunting, fishing, boating, archery, whatever it is outdoors, that is probably something you would be interested in. Come check us out. That is going to be a lot of fun. Look forward to seeing some of you there. 
Thanks again for listening to the podcast. Again, I'm Kyle, owner of Area 13, and I will talk to you on another Tuesday. I hope you enjoyed that. Normally, we don't do video versions of our podcast, but it's something new we are testing out. If you want to keep these going, make sure to leave me a comment down below. Feel free to ask questions. This uh, is kind of a trial and error to see what happens. But if the uh, results are good, we're going to keep this moving. We're going to do more of these, post them on the YouTube channel. uh, So those that prefer watching while you listen, you have the opportunity to, to do that. I'm hoping we can also get some interviews done this way. So in addition to hearing some of the guests that we normally get to talk to, you get to see their face, see their expressions as well. And I hope that is just another step forward for something we're doing differently than everyone else here at Area 13.